I'm stoked. And I'm not the only one. So is Amy Van Dyken. What? Who? Some of you may have recognized that name immediately, and some may have no idea who Amy Van Dyken is. But if you saw the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta, you probably remember her. And why am I stoked? Tonight is the opening ceremony for the 16th Paralympic Summer Games. I think it's the 16th game anyway. I think the very first one started in like 1948, and then I think it went more quote-unquote official in 1960. But I believe that we've done 15 Summer Paralympic Games to date, and that has me stoked. I'm going to show you, I'm gonna show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? Is it nothing why? Is it nothing why? We're here to help your life be happier. happy lifers thanks for joining us today this morning i woke up to a couple of different notifications that i had on my phone reminding me that the paralympic games are starting tonight now i don't know if i'll get this out before the starting ceremony or after the starting ceremony so I, i'm not going to talk about the starting ceremony at all but when we did our our podcast going for the gold a few weeks ago I think that was episode 272 on August 9th. I had mentioned how I'm surprised that I didn't put out a whole bunch of Olympic podcasts because uh, I love the Olympics, just like I love the holidays. And and there's so many cool stories that I should be putting out a bunch of them. But the, it, the Olympics kind of snuck up on me. And then I said, but wait, the Paralympics are coming too. And they're also a part of the Olympic Games. And so this one did not sneak up on me. And I think, to be honest, I think there's, like I said, the Olympics has so many inspirational stories and motivational stories to bring us to a happier life. But I think the Paralympics probably even have more. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So I'm not going to talk about the opening ceremony for the Paralympic Games in this episode because I haven't seen it yet. But as I clicked on that, that notification on my phone, I have the Olympic app. And as I clicked on that, it took me to a video of Amy Van Dyken, which was so inspiring to me, I decided to put out a bonus Happy Life Studios podcast as soon as I could to get us celebrating the Paralympics and more importantly, celebrating the Paralympic athletes, modern day marvels and human heroes. And I love the perspective that, that Amy gave in that video. In fact, she even said a thing or two that we had mentioned in our Olympic podcast, Going for the Gold. And Amy Van Dyken is a perfect role model for that podcast that we put out. I mean, her life embodies what I was trying to put out in that podcast a few weeks ago. First of all, 
Amy has won six Olympic gold medals in her career, making her the first American woman to accomplish such a feat and the most successful athlete at the 1996 Summer Olympics. Like I said, if you watched those games in Atlanta, you probably recognized Amy Van Dyken's name. Secondly, she's one of the few Olympians whose medals are all gold. And thirdly, her mindset is a perfect model for what we talked about real gold was. Remember we talked about that that quote from the Bible that says everyone runs, everyone competes, uh, run in such a way as to to win the race, but some people compete for gold that tarnishes, but there's a gold out there that is eternal, that lasts forever. I like that whole concept of everyone competes. But like I said, Amy's mindset is exactly the mindset that I was trying to portray in that podcast. And I want to keep it going as we talk about the Paralympics and how Amy even fits into the Paralympics. So check this out. Amy said that the lessons that she learned from the Olympics are more valuable than any of the six gold medals that she's won. So, I mean, you can imagine as an athlete, there's nothing much more. I mean, if you want to go pro, you probably want to win the, you know, the, the world champion uh, down the road, uh, whatever pro sport you're in, you know, you want to win that trophy. But boy, to win an Olympic gold, that's just, that's, you know, worldwide, it's countries from all around the world. And here is a woman who won six and was the most decorated of the 96 Olympics. They've all been gold. But she said that the lessons that she learned from Olympics are more valuable to her than all those gold medals put together. She said, when I think of the Olympics, I rarely think of medals. Just to be here is a huge deal. I mean, we've got some swimmers that are in the early heats that a lot of people aren't going to watch in the finals and whatever, but this is what the Olympics are all about. They're here for their country. They're competing. They've worked just as hard, if not harder, than the ones that are on the podium, end quote. Wow. I love that whole concept. This is what the Olympics are all about. There are some athletes that will never be seen on the screen. They'll never be seen in the final races because they, they're not going to qualify and make it. But that's not what she says what the Olympics are about, and I agree with her. That's not what, what going for the gold going for the gold is so much more eternal, the goal that, that we were talking about going. You know, in our last podcast that we put out called Sing, episode 274, we talked about singing our songs with someone else singing our songs and allowing others to sing along with us we're talking about that being life not just being music but our life being music just like life is like our olympics it's our it's our stage that we stand on singing is our life it's not so in that podcast we talked about that letting somebody else sing our song and letting ourselves join other people in their song called life Amy Van Dyken went on to say, the Olympics is not about medals. Wow. From a six-time gold medal winner. You know, I think that we tend to think it's about medals because we haven't won any, right? I always tend to think it's about if I just had this, if I just had this kind of money, if I just had this kind of fame or whatever, but then you get the fame and you realize, wait a minute, I'm not sure that's what I wanted, right? You look at a lot of people that have a lot of money, who have a lot of fame or have a lot of things that maybe you want. But when they get there, they realize there's just something more. And here's a six-time gold medal winner saying that the Olympics is not about medals. 
She goes on to say, the Olympics is about finding something. Check this out, Happy Lifer. Finding something that you love. I mean, she didn't say, check this out, Happy Lifer. But, you know, I I, I added that to the quote. But you... <laughs> It's about finding something that you love. And she says, working as hard as you can at it to be the best that you can be at it. That's what Olympics is. And that, Happy Lifer, is what life is. It's not about winning medals. It's about finding and then doing that thing, those things that you love to do. And then working as hard as you can at it. And not being the best necessarily at it, but being like Amy said, being the best you can be at it. That's what it's all about. Finding those things that you love to do and then doing them, stepping up on that stage and doing those things for the world to watch. And then working as hard as you can to be the best that you can be at it, not to be better than everybody else in the world, but to be the best person that you can possibly be at it. And then Amy finishes that quote with this, and then going into this big, huge global competition, going into this big, huge global competition and doing things that you never thought you could do. Wow. Truth is, we are all on this big, huge global competition. It's a stage and it's called life. However, sadly, some never perform. They never step up on that stage. They don't want others to see what they do or how they perform. They don't want people to see what they do. Like we said last week, they don't want people to sing sing their song with them. So they stay hidden. They stay. And I'm not talking about being introverted. I'm not talking about necessarily wanting to be famous, but I'm talking about stepping up on the stage of life and performing what you were performing, doing that thing that you love to do and not worrying about, like we said, was it last week's podcast where we said, sing as though no one were listening, right? And dance as though no one were looking. That's what I'm talking about here, living life like that. But some are afraid of what others are going to think. They're going to think, like we said last week, don't worry If it's not good enough for anyone else to hear, just sing, just step up on that stage and be you, be who you are and perform the best that you can possibly be. Work hard at what you love to do. Work hard at being a parent. Work hard at being a child. Work hard at at being fun. Work hard at being serious. Work hard at being an employer. Work hard at being an employee. Be the best employee that that company has. Work hard at what you do. Sing that song and don't worry if it's not good enough for anyone else to hear. We have to get beyond ourselves and see that life isn't about that gold that tarnishes, but about a gold that's eternal. That's when we do the things we never thought we could. It's when we do what we love and we love what we do. When we work hard at that, then we go out there and compete That is, we do our things, sing our songs so other people can see us perform and even perform with us on that stage, with us, those whose stage you're on life with. And that's the people in your life that are around you, close people like family and friends, but also neighbors, workmates, 
they're on that stage with us and they not only need to see us perform as best as we can, but to be allowed to be on that stage and perform with us. I just think that's what makes a happy life. We let them see us perform. We let them see us sing our song and we let them sing along and we don't worry about the gold because just like Amy said, when she thinks about the Olympics, she rarely thinks of medals. It's a huge deal just to be there. And it's a huge deal for us to be here right now on earth doing what we're doing to be here and still be breathing still be fighting, still be loving, still singing the songs that we love to sing, living the life, doing the things that we, we love to do. It's a thrill just to be here. It's a huge, big deal just to be here. Not comparing ourselves to others, not performing like, like I wish I could perform like them, but enjoying this big, huge, global competition this stage called life amy goes on to say quote everyone at the games and everyone in life has something that they have to overcome right life's not easy she says the games isn't easy and she knows what she's talking about life has not been easy for amy van dyken Amy had to endure and fight through severe asthma. She got asthma when she was a year and a half years old that lasted up through her young adult years. And that's what got her into swimming in the first place was that limitation she had, that asthma that she had. She had a hard time breathing and she had a doctor that said that swimming would be good for her. So it it started out difficult with her. She had not just asthma, but severe asthma. And when she went into swimming, in her own words, Amy said that as a swimmer, she was a hot mess. (laughs) Then she enjoyed swimming so much that, that she sang her song. She stepped up on the stage, right? And so she went for the Olympics in 1992 and she got cut. She missed it by one spot. I can't imagine that. But she came back the next year and not only made the 96 Olympics, she came back after defeat. Instead of stepping off the stage and not performing her life anymore, she kept working. And then she came back after being a a hot mess and not making the 92 Olympics and became the most successful athlete in the 1996 Olympic Games and won four golds. Then after that, she went through many injuries and many surgeries. I think they're from the previous Olympic Games, right? So she went through all these injuries and several surgeries and came back for the 2000 Olympics, where she won two more golds, taking her up to six Olympic gold medals. Then after that, 14 years later, she has a severe accident on an ATV, which paralyzed her from the waist down. Amy understands when she says the games aren't easy, that life's not easy, that we all have something to overcome. She's not just speaking here. She knows what she's talking about. And truth be told, that injury that she had on the ATV came within millimeters of severing her aorta. Millimeters. She could have died right there, eliminated, disqualified. But she didn't. Instead, she got back up on that stage of life. 
She sang her song. She could have hung her head and said, I was an Olympian. Now I'm not anymore. Now look at my accident. And she could have even worse than been disqualified for passing on from this life. But she could have been disqualified for just giving up on the stage altogether. She could have said, I can't take this anymore. And if you've been through some difficult times, maybe you're in that spot where you're like, I just don't want to get up on that stage anymore. Life has been too tough. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Maybe I don't know to the extent that you're talking about. Amy certainly does. And you know what? She never gave up. She got back up on that stage. She didn't let it disqualify her. Life wasn't easy for her. The games weren't easy for her. But she overcame and she got back up on this big, huge stage called life. And she kept competing for the world to watch. And then Amy goes on to say that the only difference between her and other and, and those in the Paralympics is that you could see her limitation because she had to use an inhaler or she'd be sent to the ER, to the emergency room in the middle of a practice. So you could see her limitations, right? That was the only difference between her and some other people with, with limitations is that you could see her and sometimes, you know, I think it's a blessing when you can't hide your limitations, when we can't hide our disabilities. When there's something we can't do, we like to hide that. We like to overcompensate. We like to cover that up. But but I, I've worked with people with disabilities, like I said, at Camp Daniel for so many years. I realized that, that when you can't hide that disability, then you finally give in and you say, well, I can get help for it now. It's a blessing. But when, when I have an insecurity and I can hide that, I notice that when, when someone has a disability in their hand or something, oftentimes they'll hide their hand so that you can't see it because we don't always want people to see our weaknesses. But sometimes when you can't hide it, it's a blessing because now you can just finally give in and say, you know what, I'm weak. And you know what? Everyone else in the world says, yeah, so am I. I'm broken too. I'm disabled too. I have things that I can't do as well. That's what makes the Paralympics so amazing. These limitations that people went beyond, they... They overcame. And when, when you can't hide your disabilities, when you can't hide your limitations, then we can admit to them and say, I need help. And when we're, we see people's limitations and someone shows us their disability, we're much more patient with them. And we actually, for the most part, honestly, we want to help. And for those of you that are struggling and having a difficult time, Amy said this, she said, I just realized that everyone's going through something. And just because someone doesn't react the way you expect them to, don't give them a hard time. Give people some grace. Wow. That was an Amy drop right there. That was a swim drop right there. That was a gold medal drop right there. We're all going through something, right? And we all want grace, but... If you want grace, you, you, we got to give it. You, you, you reap what you sow, you harvest what you plant. And I like that just because someone doesn't maybe see your limitations or disabilities or inabilities like you do, and they don't react the way you want them to, that's okay. Like Amy said, don't give them a hard time. Give people some grace. And right now, with what's been going on the last several years of our lives, that's exactly what we need. We need to give people some grace. We need to give people some happy. We need to give people some patience. The same things we want from people, that's what we need to give back. 
Then she goes on to say, quote, where you start from and some of the bad things that have happened to you, it gets you to where you're going to eventually, hopefully be and grow as a human. Wow. I love the two words that she used there, eventually and hopefully. Eventually, it takes time. We don't get there overnight. It takes time. For an Olympian to get there, it takes time. And so when bad things have happened to you, it gets you to where you're going eventually. Not tomorrow, but eventually. That's what makes stories so great, makes Olympians so great, is that they have to work through all these things. And it doesn't just happen overnight. If it happened overnight and it was just that easy, if if we could just do it like Nike suggests, it wouldn't be a big deal because we'd all be Olympians. And then if we're all Olympians, <laughs> I mean, and truth is, we all we all are Olympians. We all have a stage we need to step up on. And we all need to be given that gold medal because in some way in life, we all have something that we've done well. We've had people that we've helped. That's the gold that lasts forever. So it gets you to where you're going. Her asthma limitation is what made her the swimmer. It's what got her to the six gold medals. And then she says to eventually and hopefully be and grow as a human. Just because we go through our hard times does not mean we have to grow from it. But hopefully we will. Hopefully we'll step back up on that stage. Hopefully we'll keep singing our song and let others sing along with us. Hopefully that's what we do and we don't quit. Because like Amy said, limitations are what you put on yourself. Amy had a limitation of asthma, but she didn't put that on herself. She didn't ignore that she didn't have asthma. What I'm saying is she didn't allow that limitation to stop her from stepping up onto that stage. That ATV, she didn't ignore that accent she got on the ATV, and now she's paralyzed from the waist down. She didn't ignore that. But instead, she embraced that and said, I'm going to keep stepping up on that stage called life, and I'm going to keep doing my thing. In fact, truth is, Amy is still competing, and she benches more now being paralyzed from the waist down than she benched as an Olympian. (laughs) That just goes to prove, as cheesy as it is, what doesn't kill you does make you stronger. That ATV accident didn't kill her. It actually made her stronger. She actually benches more now than she could when she was an Olympian. (laughs) So because of that, Amy reveals that This is what has given her a deeper respect for what Paralympians achieve. She says, I definitely look at the Paralympics differently than I ever did. I look at these athletes and I can just say for the seated athletes. Now, she's not talking about those that sit in the stands and watch or those that sit in our recliners. No, by seated athletes, she means those in wheelchairs, those that necessarily can't walk or that have a limitation that they could allow to limit them from doing what they're going to do. When she says, I can just say for the seated athletes, some days just to be able to get out of bed, to be able to put your pants on is a huge task. And then you want me to go swim for four hours and lift weights? (laughs) What they're doing, she says, is amazing. I have a lot more respect. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Paralympics are probably harder than the Olympics just because of the things that the athletes have to overcome, end quote. I'm not here to create controversy or compare the Paralympics to the Olympics because there's no comparison here. We're all in the Olympics together. I'm just trying to say that we tend to give a lot of attention to the Olympics and then basically ignore or look over the Paralympics. 
to which many, if not all, of these Paralympic athletes have to overcome the same limitations as the athletes overcome in the Olympics, but they have even more limitations to overcome. And I know from working at Camp Daniel for so many years, man, some of those campers with their limitations and their disabilities that don't, they're, the things that they have to do, like, like Amy said here, just to get up in the morning, just to get out of bed. Sometimes it takes some of these campers hours to, to get out of bed and get ready, and yet they are some of the most happy and I would say successful because they have a gold medal around their neck that will never fade. It's not a gold that tarnishes. Their perspective on life is just, I learned so much from them and how they face the limitations and they keep stepping up on that stage every day. And then they go to the gym and then they go to the pool. You know what I'm saying? They just don't quit. So, Let's keep this Olympic torch going for all these amazing, inspiring human heroes and support the Paralympics like we did, or even more than we did the Olympic Games just a couple weeks ago. Because like Amy said in her interview, by the way, I will leave a link in the show notes that I got from my Olympic app that, that for that video, if you want to watch, it's a great video. But I'll end it with the very last line that she said in that video, where she said, quote, and I can say that being an Olympian, I've never been to the Paralympics, but I can only imagine, right? And then I think there's a lot of people that are excited to watch the Paralympics, to be honest. So I'm stoked, end quote. And Amy, happy lifer, so am I. Cheer your country on, man. Cheer your athletes on. They're modern-day marvels. And we get to watch them perform on that stage called the Olympics. You might be like some of the athletes that, that work so hard and you never get the accolade. You never get to step up on that stage that people will see on a global thing. But we're all a part of this big, huge stage called life. And you might not get that gold medal that will soon someday tarnish and fade. But how you live your life, work hard at what you love to do. Work hard at just being who you are and doing what you do. And the goal that you get will last for generations to come. I hope that helped. Thanks for listening. Remember, it's no, no more truer than it was of this episode. <laughs> Life may not be perfect. Life will not be perfect. But limitations are what we put on ourselves. So life might not be perfect, but it can be happy. Now get on that stage and do your thing. Steve Ace.